I'm Zach. And I'm Josh. And this is Lamp Stomp, a Pixar podcast. we're back we are what's up we are talking about wally today and i have a question for you okay yes (laughs) we don't have a lot of like robots in our life right now like the main one that comes to my mind is like roombas okay well i don't have a lot of robots in my (laughs) life but like main one that i think of is like roombas that resemble the robots in this movie so my question to you is if you were to guess like, how far do you think we would be in our, like, how many years would it take for us to get, like, technology-wise to where they are at when they launch in this movie? Yeah. Um, well, I think they technically launch in, like, 2100 or something crazy like that. I think it sounds so. I mean, maybe maybe we're just 100 years away from having our own Wallys and... And, and and I guess that's really the only robot that was left on Earth from then. They might have made more once they got up to space. So done a lot of upgrades before they got to Eva. They may have not may not have had that when they got when they left. <laughs> so maybe it just kind of depends on how many like like millionaire geniuses there are. Pretty much, <laughs> I think that's uh, that's what's what's bound to happen. All right, Josh, let's go ahead and hop into this movie. I'm excited to talk about this movie. Let's jump into our Remember Me. me. We open. Hello, world. Beautiful music, not a very beautiful world. (laughs) (laughs) We learn through Wally's movement around the world, around his area, that that Earth has been deserted. It is is gone, and not only has it been deserted, what was left behind is also gone. Like, this robot is the only one still going, And and the place is trashed. It, everything looks terrible and it seems that this robot's job is supposed to be cleaning but not really cleaning kind of like organizing the trash and every other robot of his kind has somehow for some reason gone by the wayside but he's still trucking right along and and it it may or may not be connected to the fact that he's a little bit different we don't know if it's connected but we just know he's a little bit different this this robot doesn't just do exactly what his protocol is he's he's curious he's very interested in the world around him and he's he's constantly collecting new things trying to figure out what they're for what how they work and he he sorts them he's a fun little little robot that's very interested in the world around him and he just continues to do his job and every day while he's doing his job he collects the things that are interesting to him and one day he finds something new and different it's a plant so he takes it back, he stores it, no big deal. And then another day, might actually have been the same day, there is a landing of a giant ship. He's never seen anything like this, and it's obviously very interesting and terrifying at the same moment, but left behind by the ship is 
another robot, a much more sophisticated robot. And this robot's job is to search the planet for something. And it's searching and searching. It's not finding what it, it needs. And Wally has fallen very interested at this point, maybe already in love, but definitely is very interested in this other robot. And he follows her around and they, he shows her around and eventually he shows her his collection. And while looking through the collection, she finds the plant. And it turns out that's exactly what she was looking for. And she found the plant. And all of a sudden she goes into lockdown mode. Like she takes the plant, puts the plant inside of her, goes into lockdown mode. While in lockdown mode, Wally kind of watches out for her, takes care of her, takes her around. It's still kind of like, this is my friend that I was interested in. That was cool. And then the giant rocket ship returns. And the giant rocket ship takes Eve, or Eve might've gone to the rocket ship. I can't quite remember. And Wally chases after her because Wally is like, I'm not letting, I'm not letting anything happen to you. I'm not letting you leave. He ends up holding on to the outside of this ship as it blasts off. And he's like out in space and he's climbing up the side and he kind of sees Eve and he does the same thing he was doing on earth where he just kind of is like, Eve's still in lockdown mode, but he's like trying to point out all the cool things that he's seeing in space. And this ship, takes Eve and Wally back to the Axiom, which is the home of humans, which we learned the humans have been living on the Axiom for quite a while. They had to leave Earth because Earth was disgusting. And so they've been living for it's more like than 700, 700 years. 700, 800 years, something like that. <clears throat> yeah, it was, it's got, it's I, I don't know the number. I know it's more than 700 years. They've been living on this thing. So there, there have been generations forgotten that lived and died on this by the time we're talking about these people. Like they don't even know the names of their ancestors that lived on Earth. Like it is not even a little bit on their radar. They've just been living and dying on this ship for as long as they can remember. And it shows. They have evolved into this weird awful type of person and they they have supposedly less bone mass they don't even walk they just are carried around in these chairs and they're literally just do whatever by and large the company that owns everything and owns the axiom they just do whatever by and large says they just kind of are handed the food that by and large gives them it's the time and time of day and the weather that by and large chooses for it to be and they just follow whatever else everyone else is doing so they're floating around wearing blue clothes and then all of a sudden by and large it's like wear red because red's cool now and they're like okay that sounds awesome I'll do that. Red does sound good <laughs> so they just wear red and then they they are just existing they're just floating around you hear snippets of people talking and while wally is trying to keep up with eve as she's being carted around to where she's supposed to be because of her successful plant finding. And so you hear snippets of people talking and you can tell they're just not, they're not there. Like they don't, they're not happy. They're not really sad. They just kind of are blobs floating Existing. around this ship. Like, yeah, like, hey, you wanna go play golf? Like, yeah, virtual, virtual golf, golf. Yeah, <laughs> we did that yesterday, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> like they just don't, 
they're just existing. And so Eve is taken into the captain's quarters, the cockpit, whatever it's called, and autopilot, this robot that kind of like assists the captain, is talking with the captain about the fact that we have to initiate, I think it's it's A113, initiative A113, something like that. Something. And that basically is, that is the order that there's plant life on earth. Life is, the earth can sustain life, so it's time for us to go home. And so the captain is like, what? That's, that's awesome. I don't even know anything about earth, but that sounds great. We get to go back. And then they open up Eve so that way they can take the plant and nothing is there. And autopilot is just kind of like, well, guess that robot's a dud and doesn't know anything. Not going back to Earth. Oh, well. And it turns out, quickly find out, that it wasn't. It was not crazy. There was a plant. And autopilot somehow got rid of it. And Eve and Wally go on this mad hunt chase being with the trying to get the plant and trying to protect the plant while the autopilot is sending all kinds of different robots out to try to catch them saying that they're rogue robots and that they've gone on the run and eventually through the pilot getting curious and getting excited about earth and going on a fight against the autopilot and with Eve and Wally tracking down chasing down and getting the plant it comes to this big action climax scene where Eve and Wally are trying to get the plant into this center console in the middle of the main room. And the autopilot is trying to navigate the ship so that they keep falling and moving and the plant, they can't manage to get it in because the autopilot was given orders that the captain wasn't given. Over seven, 700 years ago, the autopilot was told by the president at the time that they needed to make sure that they never came back to earth. The toxicity levels were getting way too high and it was going to be way too complicated and difficult for them to be able to sustain life on earth. So just abandon it, just stay in space forever, never come back. It's not worth it. So autopilot is trying to do everything that he can to prevent this plant from going into this main center console. Cause if it goes in that main center console, the whole ship's gonna be immediately locked on. We gotta go back to earth and it'll just go straight back. Captain is trying to fight so hard cause he wants to get back to earth. He wants to take all the people back to their home. And even Wally are super invested in this because that's the, what, because uh, Wally's curious and does the right thing all the time. And Eve is just programmed to do this. So that's just what they do. So it comes into this big, moment there's a very heart-wrenching moment where Wally's holding up the center console while the autopilot is trying to have it closed and it ends up crushing him and Eve is able to barely get him out and they get the plant in and as soon as and and it and Eve's like rushing Wally to try to protect him and save him and as soon as they get to earth she rushes out and starts grabbing all, goes back to his hideout, starts grabbing spare parts that she can find, tries to put them back together. She has to like rewire some of his circuitry. And then when he like reboots, it's not Wally. He's just the robot that he's supposed to be. 
like uh, and he turns around and he's off to go clean and then she plays that movie that he loves so much and it all clicks and he kind of comes back and it's wally again and he's and then there's this happy moment between them then all the people come off of the axiom and they and the captain takes the, the plant and he plants it in the ground and he tells all the people we're going to grow so many plants and you're all going to be farmers and it's going to be great. And the movie ends with a big pan out. Hooray. Woo-hoo. Awesome job, Josh. All right. So Wally was directed and co-written by Andrew Stanton, produced by Jim Morris and co-written by Jim Reardon with music by Thomas Newman. This is the second time I believe that we're getting music from Thomas Newman. I think the first first one was Nemo, which I think was also directed by Stanton. Is that true? Oh, I want to say that's true. I don't remember. If I'm wrong. I just remember that Newman did Nemo. Yeah. I think, I think that's right. If I, if I'm wrong, well, it won't be the first time. All right. You're right. It's Andrew Stanton. Okay, cool. So they they kind of, at least so far in the Pixar, have worked together. And so it was commercially successful, grossing $521 million on a $180 million budget. It won the 2008 Golden Globe Award for Best Animated Feature Film, and it won the Academy Award for Best Animated Feature with five nominations throughout. And it was considered by many critics to be the best film of 2008. A lot of people thought that it should have been nominated not just for best animated feature, but best like movie of the year. Like should have won that Academy Award, but it wasn't nominated, obviously. The film is is as part of Time's list of best movies of the decade. It was voted 29th out of 100 films from, from I guess, 2000 uh, to 2010. Pixar, following Pixar's tradition, Wally was paired with a short film. I thought we should start talking about short the short films that it's it's with. We we hadn't really mentioned that. I, I thought that was kind of weird that we hadn't mentioned that. Neither one of us had. But Presto, do you remember that one? I don't think I do remember that one as good. Uh, it's a I know magic it's like one, a, right? A magi- yeah, it's a magician. I I can remember parts of it, I've but I don't it. remember. I don't remember the 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 plot or whatever. And it is sitting. Uh, Wally is sitting at 95 percent. On Rotten Tomatoes, one of one of the higher ones that we've had, and so yeah, right. I, I think that is it. Anything uh, else about Wally that you have to say before we get into our next section? I don't think so. All right, cool. Let's get into making our mark. You've got to earn your mark by doing something big for something bigger than yourself. Someday you'll all make your mark. And I can't wait to see it. All right, Josh, general attraction. What you got? I got a seven for general attraction. I, I got a I generally, seven for general yeah, attraction. <laughs> I generally, I like this movie. It's a, it's a fun idea. It definitely grips you. The, the preview is very exciting. The idea that we're following this fun-loving robot and... Humanity is off being lazy as all get out on a ship. Like it's kind of just, it's a fun idea. It's a fun movie. Draws you in. Well, I think this was kind of the time that I was graduating high school and and kind of moving towards college. And so I wasn't super excited for this movie, but what this movie does with its limited dialogue and, and all of that kind of stuff, it goes above and beyond what 
you would think just based on like if you heard a synopsis of the movie. And so I, I put a seven too because I wasn't really drawn in at first, but once watching the movie, I, I was hooked for sure. I get it. Yeah, I get that. All right. Plot. I gave the plot an eight. I think it's a really, really cool story. Without saying much at all, it says so much. It, it, it does so much with these characters that, that can't really talk, but you can see the emotion somehow and you can see kind of why they do what they do and you can see, and it's a lot of fun. And, and I, it's just a blast, the whole, the whole thing. There's not really any kind of dead moments. It's really just kind of at, uh, fast paced and, 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 and goes through the story really well. So I, I gave it an eight. What about you? I gave it a five. Five, Josh, a five. There are going to be people that are so mad at you. I think there are people who I don't know who will never talk to me after this. There are so many plot holes in this movie. There are, Ratatouille has a few things that it has you suspend your belief to, to follow what's going on. You have to, suspend your belief on so many things so so much of this movie happens that makes no sense all right i just want it to be known that josh hall (laughs) is the one that does not like this movie zach adams so far has given it a great score now keep going i just don't want people to hate me (laughs) right josh hall has very has a very has not a very positive opinion on the movie wallet So there are, it will reflect, there are things about this movie that are phenomenal and there are things about this movie that I really can't stand. And so I'll, I'll go over a few of the plot points that I don't like that I, that I think I'll, some of them, some of them will come up with later too. So I won't be super thorough, but the main problem I have, this is the same problem I have with a bug's life. A lot of stuff happens that there's really no reason that it should happen. Like the movie, the story continues because certain things happen that there's no reason why they should have happened. And I'm going to start with the, with autopilot doing something from what the captain does. There's, that makes no sense. There's no reason why the president would have told a robot to just do this thing instead of telling the captain, like you do this, that, that, that makes zero sense across the board. Another thing that bothers me is I have no clue why if that autopilot is trying to make sure that no matter what, we don't go back to Earth. Why, one, probes are still being sent back to Earth. Two, he would even bring it into the cockpit. Why wouldn't he just destroy it, send it out, and have it ruined before the captain ever sees it? That Those two things make no sense. And three, to tie it all up, at the very end, what's supposed to be a happy ending, there's – actually, I have another problem. The plant should not have survived in the refrigerator. <laughs> yeah, and two – That is one and, thing. That makes no sense. It shouldn't have happened. And the autopilot's kind of right in this situation. And I hate the autopilot, but the the earth cannot sustain life. Like there's no plants on there. Why on earth can the people breathe? <laughs> there's nothing on that planet that should make it so that way it's livable. And there's and if you've ever had a house plant, you know that it is hard to keep a plant alive. And there's no way that everything that that plant went through, it would still be alive. So that's, plot is my main thing that bothers me. There's so many little things that it's like, that, why? Why is that happening? There's so much to love about this movie. So I, I apologize for how much I dislike and how many plot holes there are. Whew, that was, 
I was not expecting that. That 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 kind of <laughs> threw me for a loop. I don't really know how to proceed. All right, themes. What you got for themes? I got a seven. Okay. Uh, I really only picked up on one theme, and I love the theme. It's that there's more to life than just being alive. Okay. So kind of the way that the the people in this movie that are the actual like in like life <laughs> they are just like blobs that exist and they don't even like anything that they do and yeah. the one source of life in this entire movie is a robot and he's more alive than all of the people combined and i love right. it yeah that that's good another theme recycle reduce reuse and recycle <laughs> um no but kind of I, I i put that down as a joke but i even put haha after but <laughs> i i do think that is obviously a huge theme of this movie is is not to let the world get the way that it it was in this movie but also that technology can be used for good but doesn't automatically necess- necessarily always be used for good, if that makes sense. Yeah. Kind of like you said, Wally, who is just technology, is just the source of good from this movie. But then whether it's the autopilot or just their existence in this technology world wouldn't necessarily be good. And so technology can be used for good, but if used too much or if used in the wrong way, can kind of be a bad thing. So I think that was that was a huge thing. I yeah. gave it an eight. I can't remember if I said that. All right. Animation. I gave it a 10. This movie looks beautiful. It the yeah. this the space scenes, honestly, just even the like trash scenes. Like the the I was thinking when, that too. When he's when he's just literally piling up garbage, it looks beautiful in every single way. Obviously, I think this should be the case because obviously it's the most recent movie that we've talked about, but this is the this is Pixar's best looking movie so far. Yeah. Absolutely. About. It, it is it is just honestly stunning. I think I think it's beautiful. What about you? I gave it a 9 uh for because I don't like the way that people look, but everything else is <laughs> Yeah. Absolutely. Kind of for the reason like you don't like the car's eyes. Like there's just that one thing that's like I don't like the way that they look. And they've made people that I like the way that they look. I just didn't like these ones. But I I, I thought the same thing about like, I, I actually was, I knew that the space scenes were stunning. And so I was more surprised and the, uh, by this trash scenes, by the opening scenes. And I caught, yeah. uh, there were some cool parts. I think it fits in animation more than anywhere else was that the, like almost like the cinematography, like the way that it was filming him in that opening time before Eve gets there is really beautiful and it's very cool it looked almost kind of like found footage like the camera like will pan and zoom in on him and it was i really liked it i thought it was it made it really fun to follow other than the way that most of it kind of is where it just kind of follows the character around Um, i thought it was really cool the way they did it awesome voice acting i gave it an eight i wanted to give it an act i actually wanted to give it a lower score because like what voice acting but (laughs) what what they do is awesome like even just the amount of emotion that you get from the robot literally just saying wally or eva Mm -hmm. uh, or whatever the, the the robot's saying carly hates this movie just kind of just does and part of the reason is that they never say anything but i kind of think that it gives this movie heart and it and it kind of is is a good thing i wouldn't want it for every movie but but i think what they do here is is pretty cool yeah 
I gave it the same score for the exact same reason. Okay, cool. <laughs> I actually started out with it lower. And then, so before we even, rec- I started with a six and then I was, then after thinking about it a little bit more when I got off my, I bumped it to a seven as we were talking, I bumped it to an eight because yep. it's like, <laughs> it, it, it is, there is something in a, and soundtrack is almost reflective. It, it is, there's something to be said about what they do with nothing. That is impressive. It, it's, it's fantastic. And I wouldn't want it in most movies. And I don't actually like the format. Like it's not very fun, but it's very impressive and it's very good. It deserves to be noted. For sure. I, I meant to say this on animation, but it kind of fits here too. This is actually Pixar's first movie with live action aspects to it. The, oh, the, the president, I guess that's the... The, the president from, from way back when or whatever. Just kind of thinking through, I don't know that Pixar does it again either. And so just find that interesting that, that instead of just voice acting, they actually had a, a real an life, actor. an actor. Yeah. And so, all right, it's time. John Ratzenberger quiz. Who does he John. play? <laughs> John. Yes, I, I, I was That's wondering, an easy one. dude, if you somehow missed this one, I was going to make so much fun of you. Like <laughs> if you just somehow <laughs> missed his name or something like that, that would have been. Yeah, this is the easiest one. Um, all right. One of three, three voice actors. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right. Soundtrack. What you got for soundtrack? I gave it a seven. And I don't know that the, that it really deserves that because it's not really that fun to go back and listen to. But like I said, it kind of mirrors with voice acting. What they do with the voice, like the lack of voice acting and the soundtrack to communicate everything, it is very, very noteworthy. It's not something I would ever go back and just listen to, but it it is so necessary to the story. Dude. I popped on, like if we would have done this yesterday, my score would have been a lot lower. I listened to the soundtrack today. It mm-hmm. is awesome. I gave it a 10. I was not oh, expecting wow. to give it a 10, but man, there are some good tracks on this album. There's so there's so many. And like when when I think of listenability outside of the movies, I think of like Toy Stories, I think of Monsters Inc., I think of Coco. I never would have put this movie into this category until now. This soundtrack is actually a lot better than i would have thought it was just the the old timey like music from from like the old time movies or whatever kind of juxtaposed with the futuristic style of the movie i i just think it matches so well and it was so just random but and and i i actually listened to this soundtrack like all day at work today so (laughs) Uh, (laughs) that's awesome it was actually a lot better than i thought it was all right, characters. I gave it a nine, and and I would not have expected that either. So I I kind of just went through the path that that Wally and Eve go on, which I thought I put here what each one stood for. Did you do you know what Wally and Eve stand for? Did you know their acronyms at first? I didn't catch Wally's, but I I, I did catch that Eve's was Eve's is extraterrestrial vegetation evaluator which is exactly what she does <laughs> she yep. she goes and then wally is waste allocation load lifter earth class <laughs> so and then for other planets <laughs> right i have a new 22 <laughs> <laughs> what is it wall m for like mercury class or, or <laughs> walmart walge <laughs> jupiter class no wally is all heart man he, like 
for something that doesn't have a heart, like physically, he is just all heart. He is fiercely, fiercely loyal. And the amount of just lengths he is willing to go to to protect Eve and 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 to do what he thinks is right is honestly awesome. Like it's it's so cool. And then Eve, her her journey is is kind of interesting too because she starts as this like independent woman, part two, don't need no man. Like I am who I am. I'm here to to get this vegetation. But by the end of the movie, she starts to develop, for lack of a, a better word, a heart and 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 starts having to to care for other people other than just her herself. And so I just think that's really really cool. What about you for characters? I gave it a nine as well because I love Wally. I love Wally, the character, not the movie. I love <laughs> this character so much. He is act, like, I think, I don't even think it's a comparison. He is my favorite Pixar character that we have had by far. Like he so far surpasses, I, I love Wally. He is Wally is your favorite single... Pixar character that we've talked about so far. Yes, and I don't think anyone will ever come close. Wow. Like he is hands, he is, he is, so he can't he's funny he's like he's interesting he constantly does the right thing like, there's never a moment in this movie where you're like ah dang it he acted selfishly or oh man he screwed up he literally doesn't even make mistakes yeah. he randomly happens to accidentally be really helpful in random big parts and he just does the right thing he's just constantly trying to be nice and help people and his life that he has that no one else has is contagious like every single robot and person he interacts with comes to life like they are like they catch his curiosity and joy and i love that like it, he he is just such a fun loving happy and good character and he never has he never goes down he just gets better the whole movie for sure oh yeah so what did you give it i gave it a nine a nine wow Okay. Purely for Wally, just for Wally alone. <laughs> he's just, he's perfect. Awesome. All right. Humor. What'd you give humor? Give it a four. Oh. <laughs> a, f- a four. Wally's curiosity is fun, but I didn't really find it funny, I guess. And I didn't laugh a single time in the whole movie. I just didn't find it funny. But a four, Josh. I mean, a scale of one to 10. I mean, if I didn't find it funny at all, one is honestly the most justifiable, but that's just, that's just harsh. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. It's funny at times, but I don't, I didn't laugh. Like people would be on your porch with pitchforks and (laughs) and torches (laughs) if you gave anything of one. Okay, I I guess I can respect that. It it did surprise me. I thought this movie was kind of funny. There are definitely situational humor pieces and and I, I think I'm, I'm actually between the two of us an easier laugh. I I think there are quite a few things that can make me laugh more so than you. And so, so I just think that I get that. I gave it an eight. I I think Wally is funny. I I think he takes the, the step from fun to funny, just his collection habits and, and all of that. It just makes me smile. It was, it was more of like, I was smiling the whole time. And that is where the humor came into me. Like, oh, that situation made me smile and made me happy. It wasn't that I laughed out loud, but it, it was something that, that I found fun and funny. And, and so that, that's kind of how I graded at least this movie. It's not always how I, I, I grade these. And so I gave it an eight. Yeah. 
All right. Four might be a little bit too harsh, but. (laughs) But that's why we get to do the podcast. That's where I'm I'm standing. Easter eggs. I give it a nine. There are a lot of fun fun ones in there. The the main ones that I found, the Pizza Planet truck is obviously there. The Mac sound, like the Apple Macintosh computer sound with Wally anytime he boots back up. Yep. I thought that was kind of funny. The A1, A1 3 is, 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 is very... The, the lamp of lamp stomp is actually a part of the statue that that wally makes for eve i don't know if you noticed that and ham and rex are both in wally's stash of of things it it, it, i didn't notice it while watching but i but i saw that i thought that was kind of cool what about you that's impressive i'm gonna bump it up for that i didn't know that hold up I'm going to give it a seven. I, I didn't catch a whole lot of them. Obviously, actually, by and large, is another one you didn't mention that is kind of is involved in other movies. It's in a movie. By and large, is the, isn't it the gas company in Cars 2? That sounds right. I think it, I might not. be wrong, but I, I know that it's the batteries in one, in some of the Toy it, Stories. It is in Toy Story. Um, that is 100% true, yeah. So I know by and large, and I, I think it spans over a few different movies. I think it's not just. For sure. So I, I'm blanking on some of them. So it's so there's there's a good bit. I caught the Apple A113 and by and large I didn't catch some of the Toy Story stuff. So that I'll, I'll bump it up a little bit more for that because that's that's good. That's cool. All right. Uh, that was Easter eggs. How about the ending? This is our last one here. Ending. What did you grade it on for the ending? I gave it a five. Oh, Josh. Because I don't, I don't I, think this. I, I think fair. of the ending. I know exactly what you're about to say, and I don't yep, think that's yep, the ending you yep. should be grading. You're gonna say I that am, you. I, nope, I, I grade the Go ending ahead. in two halves. Go There's ahead. There's two halves to the end of my mind. And one half is exactly what you're saying I should be grading, and I give that a perfect score. And I give the other half a bad score. <laughs> <laughs> I do not like when they get to Earth. From Earth, like from everything about the fact that they get to Earth, I don't like. It. I love the whole action scene, the fight scene. I like my heart like dropped and I knew it was going to happen when Wally was going to get crushed. But when he got crushed, my heart like dropped. I was like, no. And I was, I was devastated. And the fact that he came back was very touching and happy, like a very joyful moment. And that's all great, but I just can't stand the, I can't get past the, what it makes no sense that they went back to earth. If there's no reason they should have actually been able to be on earth. That hurts me because I gave it a nine. I I really like the ending of this movie and I'll give you the, you find the weirdest things to, to kind of plant your flag on. And, and that's, I mean that, <laughs> I mean that as nicely as I can. Like, I actually think that's a good quality, but it frustrates me. So I don't, I don't know how those the two things coexist that I think it's a good quality and they frustrate me, but still, but the, the, the ending part when they're still on the ship, I just think that, is so so good you get to see everyone that you meet throughout this journey all of the characters they get a payoff wally sacrifices himself which is something that you knew he was going to do because that is who he is and that is who he is going to be eve has transitioned into this selfless like 
for lack of better word, robot that is just bent on her directive to being someone that actually has emotions and can actually go and, and, and try to care about another person. The captain stands up to the autopilot and, and just seeing him react to knowing what is right for, for him and his people, which I know now that you can argue that it's not right for his people, but I, just to see him stand up and then even John and Mary, who are like the random characters that you meet throughout that fall off their little uh, wagon things, they take care of the kids and they actually come together and do something. These people that have not done anything in their whole entire life actually get to take a stand, like literally stand up and protect these babies and protect these kids. I just think every single character comes together to do what is right. And I just think that's so, so cool for me. And so I gave it a nine. So, yeah, I like it. I love that whole scene. That that whole scene inside the ship is is perfect. And I love every minute of it. All right. Cool. All right. Let's add up our scores. We have it on our sheet here. And I, Josh. I already sorted everything. Yeah. So. All right. So we come up to. You can't even get that mad at me for this. I guess you can't. No, you can. You got a lot of high scores. I do have a lot. So before the podcast, I was telling Josh that I had three movies that were tied for third at 86 points. I added up all my scores for this movie, and guess what? Wally has (laughs) an 86. It's literally with him too. And so for for my personal list, I I have. It tied. Four tied. I have four tied for third. So yeah, yeah. What 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 is your your score, Josh? It comes out to a sixty eight on my end, and it's tied with Bugs Life. All right, yeah, I I noticed that about yours as well. So that's interesting. All right, and so we add all of our scores up together. We average our scores, and we land at a what was it, Josh? It is a seventy-seven, which is yeah. is is, Just- is still pretty good, I suppose. And so that brings our lamp stomp ranking to number one is Toy Story two, number two is Nemo, three is Monsters Inc. Four is Toy Story. Five is Cars. Six, Incredibles. We have a new seventh place in Wally. Eight is Ratatouille. And then nine, I'm bringing up the rear, is A Bug's Life. And so, yeah, I, I think that's somewhat respectable. I know there are going to be some you, people that. You pulled in. <laughs> I'm going to be so mad you at you. You pulled Incredibles down on the list, and I pulled Wally down on the list. That's we put ex- them both. I. <laughs> That's exactly what happened for sure. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I think the best thing, the best course of action is to get out of this ranking and just talk about good parts of the movie from now on so that people don't (laughs) like, I don't know, give you threatening emails or whatever. All right. Let's move on to Woody's Roundup. Woody's Roundup. Josh, who is your favorite character from Wall-E? I refuse to follow our rules. <laughs> I know what you're about to say then. 
as Wally. Yeah. I, I don't like any other characters in this movie except for Wally, and I love Wally more than any other character ever. <laughs> yeah, I can. I I've already said all that. my reasons why Wally's perfect. Wally does nothing wrong. Wally for president. <laughs> <laughs> Do you need someone that's going to clean up the trash uh, in Washington? Vote Wally for president. <laughs> that's so good. Uh, yeah. All right. My favorite character, um, because I did follow the rules, is... Just kidding. <laughs> I've not followed the rules a lot. My favorite character for this movie is the captain. I just really kind of love his almost childlike learning of everything about the world. That scene to me is pretty cool of him just kind of learning... What is dancing exactly and so just that scene kind of endeared me to him and so he's definitely my favorite for for this movie a great choice yeah who is your least favorite character my least favorite character is is the president okay so the live action all the reasons i've already said the president yeah yeah, the live action president was a bad president he easily gave up on earth and then he caused all the problems by charging a robot with doing something when the robot wasn't the one who was supposed to be in charge. Just tell the captain to stay in space. <laughs> I didn't like the president. I'm you... Wally for president. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that got me. I, I really couldn't find a least favorite character. It's hard to do. They're, they're all like fun and happy and Wally makes them all happy, lovely, lovable characters. And so I really think this actually is a bad take, but I'm going to say it anyway because it's what I have written down and I can't really think of anything on the spot. My least favorite character is the cricket or the roach or whatever it is. For some <laughs> reason, just he kind of got on my nerves this watch through and it wasn't even I bad. It, was it just little bug. <laughs> also, I <hate laughs> also, I hate bugs. And so maybe maybe that's why. And it's it's not, I don't even really feel super passionate about that. And so, yeah, that's... That's that I couldn't. One. I literally like everything else. I couldn't. I like. I thought. Try to think through all of the like robots. Like I mean, I guess like the ones that are like attacking him, maybe. But like they're so peripheral that it just didn't even seem to make sense. Yeah. All right, Auto- autopilot just makes too much sense. Yeah. It, like he was actually a pretty cool villain. I actually like that. That is Still a thing. Like, because of the the technology aspect of the whole movie, I, I really think it was it was that he was a cool villain. So I actually didn't not yeah. like him. So, all right, let's move on yeah. to twenty two. It is an honor having you prepare twenty two for Earth. I'm gonna make you wish you never died. All right, Josh, I have a question for you, and it's it's. It's something that we kind of mentioned at the beginning, talked about robots and, and, and kind of how like the only robots that we really have right now are like Roombas or, or, or things like that. But if you could design a robot, or let me, let me start this first. Robots in this universe seem to only have like one specific job. Like it, it, it was Eve's job to find plants. It was Wally's job to clean up trash. Like that was their job. And so- yeah. If you could design a robot to do a specific job for you that would make your life easier, what would it be? And what would you name it? <clears throat> oh, that's a that's a good question. So I have two things that jumped to my mind first. Okay. So the first one that jumped to my mind was take out the trash. <laughs> so and Wally. then my second, so Wally, yeah. <laughs> and then my second one was 
to wash dishes, <laughs> which uh, there already is a machine that does that. But I <laughs> but I still have to like load the dishwasher. <laughs> so maybe something want, that like you want something that will load the dishwasher. That's so it'd be one of those. I think I'm gonna go with I think I'm gonna go with the second one since Wally is literally what I want for the first one. I want Wally. I want a Wally in my house. That's what I want. So Matt, I, yeah. So I think it would be So Matt Pete to the guy that was on the the uh, which one was he? He was on the Bugs Life podcast with me, the interview podcast. He actually, I don't know if he still has it, but he has like this little remote control Wally. It's the coolest thing ever. It's That's it's not cool. super big. It's probably it's probably maybe just as big as like my microphone or something like that. It's not that big at all, but it's, it's really cool. So you could have that your own Wally. Cool. What you got for me, Josh? So I think that this robot's probably like about the same height as normal people. And it's just like a, like a thin rectangle and it has arms and it either floats or it has wheels that, so it either floats like Eve, which would work or it's kind of got like the track wheels like Wally, but that can rotate so that it can just kind of go side to side and still be facing the same way. And uh, it's got just two arms and it can just kind of like pick up and rinse off stuff and then put it into the dishwasher. So it's a robot that just puts it into, it's a machine that moves things into another machine. <laughs> I, I resent the humans in this movie but i kind of am one of them (laughs) (laughs) all right what's what's your first 22 (laughs) what is it's not honestly that far off from what you just asked me but it's not quite so what is one piece of technology that you see in this movie that you wish that you could have in your life today like it could be a robot it could be something that they do like something that you wish that you could just plop into your house into your life right now Okay, so it's not exactly technology, but I know it comes from technology. Yeah. The meal in a cup. I I thought thought that would be the coolest thing, like drink a Slurpee and by the end you've had like a nutritional meal. Like that is, that is what's up. Probably not super nutritional because making it actually. I think the real difficulty would be making it actually taste good because you can just make a smoothie. So, you just make a smoothie of a burger and water. Have you ever heard of Jones Soda? No. Okay, so Jones Soda is like known for their really cool flavors and all that kind of stuff. Well, around th- Thanksgiving one year, they actually came up with a six-pack. It's like comes in like glass bottles. It's really cool. And they made a six-pack, and it was Thanksgiving dinner themed. So like one of them was like turkey flavored. One of them was like mashed potato flavored. One of them was like cranberry yeah. flavored. Yeah. And so, but like, if you that drank all bad. of them, you would have like, yeah, it, it, I never had meal. it. I think it was like super rare or whatever, but. I would try it, but I, it sounds like it wouldn't be good. <laughs> all right, Josh, my second one is I think pretty interesting. So I want to see if I can share my screen with you, at least part of my screen, because I have something that I want you to look at and I can post a picture for other people to look at so that people don't see. Let me see. Share screen. I want to share. Let's see. Is there any way to just share this? No. All right. All right. What are you, are you seeing my screen? Yes. All right, so I want you to look at this picture right here, all right? Yeah. So this 
picture is pulled from the movie. It's a picture of what looks to be like the, the, the eastern shore of the United States, right? Yeah. All right. So this is the picture that you see when they're going back to Earth. So in theory, this is where Wally was building his things, right? Right. right. So by looking at this picture, my theory is that Wally lives in North Carolina, Virginia area. And that was, here yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. And so for the longest time, I was like, oh, this place has sk skyscrapers. There's, like he lives in like a really big city. But I got to thinking that there's only skyscrapers because it's literal trash skyscrapers. Yeah. He's building the skyscrapers. And so it could be just a normal city, but he has built this. And so I think that Wally lives, I'm going to just say it, in the Carolinas with me and you. Yeah. What's <laughs> up? So I, I buy it. Yeah. That's my theory. Cool. North Carolina guy. I knew I liked it. <laughs> All right. What you got for your second one? It's another one of my nitpicky pothole <laughs> questions. <laughs> my goodness. Zach, I have a question for you. I, yeah. Where are they getting all of their supplies? Dude, that is a really, really good question. The thing that I think is the most questionable is where are they getting their <gasps> air? That is a great question. How do they so breathe? This question actually stemmed <laughs> from a different question that wasn't as good. And it started with, I was like, who fixes fixing robots when they need to be fixed? <laughs> and like, what happens if a bunch of them, if so many of them need fixing at the same time that they get that they like get backed up like and i was like okay but the, the robots would fix themselves like, that's kind of it and then i was like but who like fixes and i was like that's weird and i was like you know what how how are they fixing like what like what if they need a new part where do they get it and then i was like and where do they get the food and like <laughs> how are they fueling this thing they've been up there for centuries yeah. and so i don't know where they're getting all these supplies like how they're self-sustaining on this ship but i mean if they are why go back to earth they're self-sustaining i don't know how they are it makes no sense but they are yeah I, I i that is something that i don't really get either i guess it just is maybe we will understand how in a hundred years when we get to our own 21 whatever 2100 year and so all right i don't know all right i think that is it for 22 let's move on to our last section our core memory but the really important ones are over here i don't want to get too technical but these are called core memories all right josh what is your core memory it like all of the movies in third place on your list is tied with others <laughs> <laughs> But I'm gonna pick just one, and okay. and I'll say. my 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 core memory is when Wally first interacts with John and or Mary, and they like suddenly are like opened up to this like world around them, and and I would say it ties with John, with Mary, with all of the other robots, whatever he like shakes their hand or he waves at a robot, and that other robot like learns how to wave, like the life that he sparks in every that other like breaks. every time that he like sparks life into something. That's like, I love all of those moments so much. 
So which one are you picking? John. John. Actually, I, I, who 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 is it that they're on like a tram and he goes across? Is it Mary? Yeah, it's Mary. That's the one I'm actually thinking of. It's Mary. It's when with with Mary where she's like on the call and then he like asks her to move and she like looks around and is like literally never looked past the screen before yeah. it's like we have a swimming pool like <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah I, I, yeah I think that's a good one so my core memory and and what's funny is when i think of core memory like uh, things that stick with me music is mm-hmm. almost always associated with that and so i'm gonna play on my mouth horn here the 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 music associated with with my core memory because it's such a thing and so when wally first meets eve she like tries to blow him up and then right after that scene is my core memory when wally is like stalking eve going from different place to place eve is just trying to find the vegetation (laughs) doesn't really understand who wally is or anything like that and then there's this music that starts up and it's like like that also something just popped yeah. up and said playing music <laughs> um, <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> copyright flagging <laughs> right um and so that that music paired with the situation is just so funny because there's a scene of of even like this grocery store i'm guessing in the by and large and and wally's up there mm-hmm. and he hits has all the the shopping carts that come and fall on him he practically like falls down these stairs while going after and trying to sneak up on her and he falls down these stairs and he's really loud and he's just awkward and then i think that's when he creates the eve statue out of out of things which is really super cute and i think the music ends but my core memory scene i'm going to take it a step farther to when she gets uh stuck to the magnet and then comes off and like destroys it (laughs) and blows up all the different ships and then wally's comes into the scene and like side scoots closer and closer and closer to her (laughs) trying to hold her hand i just think that is so funny and so good and so that's definitely my my core memory and i think it all just stems almost kind of like what you were saying just the life that wally brings to every single scene is just so so good so yeah yeah and i love that so good wally's wally's a pal he's good yeah love that character all right josh anything else for wally that you need to get off your chest before we end please be nice to me with all your hate mail. <laughs> I'm a person too, and I have so, feelings. So if you're going to send I'm hate sensitive. mail, send nice hate mail, please. That's exactly what I'm asking. <laughs> <laughs> Is that too much to ask? It, it seems to be kind of my spot to to talk about the Wally video game here. I never played it. Mm-hmm. I know it's a thing, but I, I, I could see how it could be kind of interesting being a little robot and, and kind of zooming around. I don't really know anything about the video game, but I, I bet it could be cool. I could see it being cool. All right, Josh, what is up next? That was our Wally, our Wally podcast. What movie is up next? I kind of spoiled spoiled it there, but what movie is uh, up next? <laughs> up, up is next. Oh man, I'm so yes. excited, dude! Up is 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 really really good. I'm really interested to see how it how it how it, it grades for for our, our making our mark and 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 how we talk things out because I I this movie is really good. We are I I personally think we started with this movie, but we are on a a few movie run of just like 
hit after hit after hit after hit for Pixar. And so I'm excited to, yeah. to, to kind of go through that with you, Josh. And so, yes, Up is next. And we're uh, super excited about that. I'm really excited this uh, this next week. I'm going to be talking with, with my friend Ethan about Wally. Wally is his favorite Pixar movie, if not favorite Disney movie of all time. And so Might just kill me. Just, just please don't. Josh will be nowhere to be seen for the for, for said movie, uh, for said interviews. So no, but I'm really excited to talk to Ethan. He's a huge Disney head. And so I really think it'll be a cool conversation with him, especially talking through this movie that he absolutely adores. And so, all right, Josh, if people want to talk to us, they can reach us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Lamp Stomp and lampstomp at gmail.com they can email us at lampstomp at gmail.com exactly and so we are so excited to to keep keep on trucking we're getting near the halfway point isn't that crazy like we have almost been doing this for like six Six months months? which is that's crazy like we're we're nearing the halfway point which is which is crazy and so we need your help though we want you to give us good scores we want you to give us go to apple uh, podcast if that's what you listen to and give us a five-star review that would be humongously i don't even think that's a word yeah it is it, anyway that would be great that would be awesome if you could go to apple and give us a five-star review and if you want to just type a little something and just say hey zach and josh are awesome wally is awesome or wally stinks whatever your opinion is and and just say like this podcast is awesome if you type that in that'll get more and more people listening to the podcast and so we can we can keep doing this and keep rocking it we are so excited to keep keep on uh keep it on so thanks so much for your support anything else josh that's it that's it we will see you next time when we talk about up yeah peace out